Hola, hermanas. Welcome to ¿Quién es la más? My name is Yigi. And I am Braulio. And like always, before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out. We appreciate all the support. Thank you so much. And today we are recapping La Más Draga, Season 5, Episode 5. And we are a little late with this episode. We were busy during the week and we're recording this on Halloween. Ooh, scary. What was scary was um, the the results of the challenge this week. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, some of the performances were were terrifying. And yeah, so this is going to, if you're listening to this on Halloween, then we literally just recorded it. Um, so what did you think of this episode? It was kind of like, um, like the past, um, impersonating challenges were a little different. I guess they just kind of change it every season, but, um, yeah. What did you think about this? Yeah, they've been changing it as far as the structure of it. Cause this time they did like a weakest link parody. Um, the other one that I remember was like a dating game thing. Um, so, yeah, it seems like they're just going to keep finding different ways of putting the like, quote unquote, kind of like snatch game episode. Um, I just felt like it was like jam packed. Like basically they had two main challenges, even though one they they said it was a the mini challenge but i felt like that could have been its own episode they should have separated them i thought so too i thought it was very weird that they tried to put two two uh, different and didn't even like kind of correlate with each other like two different yeah. challenges it was just kind of weird um i don't know if they just wanted more content but they could like you said they could have done that separately and got an extra episode out of it but i pretty much enjoyed it i thought it was the actual challenge was pretty short and so it kind of left me wanting more but i did enjoy seeing them kind of get out of their box and do something different um i did not know a lot of these people a lot of the people that they chose i'm gonna be honest i kind of just did a little quick google when when i heard their names but that was pretty much it um yeah so i'm not i'm not gonna say that you know i'm not a huge expert on how these people are supposed to act i'm just gonna base it off of like if they were funny or not so that's yeah um i think a lot of them were like already built characters and i don't know if that's another um like a rights thing (laughs) that sometimes uh drag race runs into runs into where you can't really well i guess yeah yeah yeah. so that's the opposite of with drag race right because with drag race you can't really like say um like i'm trying to think of a character that someone could could play and they can't use their name like for example um like reese witherspoon someone will impersonate reese witherspoon but they're gonna use the most well-known character that she has which is Elle woods 
um, from Legally Blonde, but they won't actually call it Elle Woods. They'll call it um, Reese Witherspoon. And here they're actually using the names of the characters that somebody else created. Um, and they're not like impersonating a the living person. person. Yeah, yeah. So that was a little different than what we see. Yeah, I mean, it's different in the way that they handle it. It's kind of the same if they were to do it um, in the U.S. But I guess the, the, the um, what's it called, the rights or the copyright, it's different in Mexico. I guess you can do that and you don't get in trouble for it. Um, I don't even know if it's like that in the U.S. because I don't think they would get in trouble for it. But they're just, they just trying to pro- avoid just it. Trying to, uh, yeah, avoid somebody getting mad and coming after them. Yeah, exactly, is, exactly. I don't know if it's, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, okay, who cares? Just say what you're doing. Anyways, let's get into this episode. So this week, the challenge is La Mas Famosa. The queens are challenged to impersonate a celebrity in the in the game show, La Draga Mas Debil. For this week's mini challenge, they have to put three Uber drivers in full drag and create a skit promoting the company. On the main stage, Liza Zanzuzi is named La Mas of the Week. Uma Kyle and Santa Lucia are Las Menos. They battle it out, but in the end, I'm sorry, they battle it out in a lip sync to Mirame by Edith Marquez. In the end, Uma Kyle becomes the fourth queen to be added to the drag altar where she will be remembered. Did I say who was in the bottom? <laughs> Uma Kyle and Santa Lucia. Uh, anyways, that's my script writing. Very professional. So let's begin the episode. Um, like always, we, we're introduced to the main challenge. And they introduced the main challenge. So first of all, the, the main challenge is, like you said, kind of a, it's a parody of um, The Weakest Link. The Weakest Link, yeah. So then they introduce a mini challenge where they have to make over. Like this is a whole episode in itself. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's a whole makeover sh- uh, episode where they get three three people to come in that are, I guess, four. trying to. The, yeah, Uber it's like four paying. four uh-huh. Uber drivers, and who have like various disabilities which is why i'm like why wouldn't you want to focus on that um because you're trying to send a message right to um i guess it works as an ad as well but you're also kind of um trying to uh break stereotypes when it comes to people with disabilities and instead they're like relegated to a mini challenge instead of focusing it on them but they do i mean they they do have their they do give them their moment um when they start talking like in the camerino nicks and and stuff but still i think i think it could have been a whole episode um and they could have like had to pad out time if they really wanted to they could have had a regular runway as they always do in addition to uh, this challenge honestly yeah like i thought this part of the show was stronger than the other half the second half and they could have just incorporated like maybe 
like you said, the runway, but just as a look instead of a challenge, like just look like you're like a famous person or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would have been more successful. Um, but yeah, so they make over four people in groups um, and then they just kind of chat and talk about their experiences with, I guess, Uber driving. That's that's Uber drivers. Um because that's what they're what they're focusing on. Because I guess Uber has gotten in trouble for some of their drivers being rude or discriminating and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And so they're so they pay to, La Mazraga yeah. to have their to say their say their name their name a few times in order to kind of clear up any issues with the LGBTQ plus community. And to rehabilitate their image a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, make themselves, well, make, have themselves a little makeover, I guess. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty interesting, um, their conversations. I thought they, they made yeah. a good point to show both sides. And and they kind of just left it at that. They, nobody kind of went, like, overboard. They kind of just said their experiences. And that was pretty much it. It was not really about the drag thing. <laughs> Pretty much, they were just putting makeup on them, and they were sitting and talking about Uber, and that's pretty much it. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing about like the power and drag, or how is this going to make you feel, or whatever. But anyways, we get onto the skits, and the skits are pretty much what you expect. It's just them trying to again promote the company, and they're focusing on kind of like making a, a scenario where one of the drivers is I guess having a dispute with the one of the uh, people they're they're driving um and so yeah that was pretty much the skits for everybody what did you think of the skits I didn't agree with the winners <laughs> I thought some of the other ones were were better um I think who ends up winning um and they give like a second prize too but um Let's see. Ah, so it's Light King, Hidden, Mistake, and Fifi who are in a team um, and they end up winning bonus points and free wigs <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they get like a second prize to Uma and, and Lysa who were in another team and they get wigs as well. Um, but... Yeah, I thought I thought the winners the winners team was like their skit was a little awkward to me. Um I'm assuming they probably won because of the I guess the content of their skit or the heart of their skit, but it wasn't it wasn't really funny and um I didn't think it was that interesting. I thought um cuz I think it was it was Fifi and the guest who were involved in the skit. The other two just, I guess, sat there and watched. <laughs> or I don't know if they helped with the writing or whatever. But um, yeah, some of the interactions between Fifi and Jose Antonio, the guest, were a little awkward. Um, and the the second place ones, which was Uma and Lysa, um, it didn't... It didn't stand out to me as much either. So, yeah, I thought it was really strange that they didn't really say why they won. 
um, or who I guess it was just what's his name, um, uh, Rogelio, who kind of picked them. But I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think there was much of. They were not. They're not like they were. It's not like they were very uh, different. You know, it's they were kind of all the same, and nobody really like stood out as much as as the other. Like it was just kind of like all the same, all the same kind of scenarios, same mm-hmm. storyline, and nothing was fu- like super super funny that you go, okay, this is the clear winner, and nothing really bombed either that you were like, oh yeah, these are clearly in the bottom but the winners like you said they get three stars and and a wig so three stars added to their to their score in the end and that's really good because we're gonna see that that came in handy so um i don't know if they just you know play it up (laughs) on the scores because i don't know if the scores are real honestly at this point i feel like the scores are just they're just putting them there so we can see, Oh yeah, they actually scored them, but they're probably just yeah. drawing on their little <laughs> pads and that's what, what they want us to think. So yeah. we move on from here. Well, did anybody really impress you with their uh, makeover? Cause I, I can't remember what they look like, honestly. No, especially because they didn't really focus on that because the only time that they showed us the the makeover the results was during the skit and they were like behind this big cardboard car so it wasn't really about that yeah they were in the passenger seat and they were pretty much being blocked from like the the shoulders down so you can really see much Mm -hmm. so yeah it kind of defeated the purpose i think like, why even put in putting them in drag if that's not going to be the focus? And that's why, that's why they should have had a um, a runway to show that off. And uh, again, that could have been its its own episode altogether. Give them a moment. This is yeah. This was much easier than like one person doing one person each. You know, you got a group of three uh, making over someone. That's I think that would have been. Um, easier on them, you know? So anyways, let's move on to the actual challenge where they have to impersonate a famous person. And I'm just going to go down the line. Um, and name who, who everybody uh, was impersonating. So first we have paper and he was doing Mara Escalante. Um, who, I don't know who that is. A lot of these people, I don't know who they are. (laughs) Um, she's a an actress so she has a character and that's the character the paper was doing doña lucha doña lucha and uma was doing federica pelucho which i do remember her i don't have that much uh reference but i do remember seeing her on tv um greta white was luna kill light king was veneno um Liza Sansusi was Teresa or Tere la Secretaria. Mm-hmm. Fifi Esta was Lolita Ayala. Santa Lucia was Maria Felix. Peque Valdera was Paulina Rubio. And Hidden Mistake was Chilin- La Chilindrina. Uh, one of the 
copyrighted, I guess, card characters. <laughs> one All of the right, most so, popular ones. A lot of people do this one. Yes, yes. And so we have a little, like you said, the the weakest link uh, game show, and they kind of just give them one line each. They, um, I guess, Maka, the 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 conductor, she just goes down the line and asks them a question. And that's pretty much it. That's all we get. We don't really get interactions. We don't get any more answers. Nothing. Like, it's just one answer for each. And it's over. But from those answers, let's judge this this um, this challenge. So, I guess the first one. Um, let's go with Paper. What did you think of Paper's performance? I quite liked Paper's um characterization i thought i was a little i was a little worried during the ensayos because um just like the they had um they had some actress uh, i don't remember her name um helping them with the, like putting together their characters right and then i was a little worried because paper seemed a little shy when um he was doing the imitation and i think it ended up uh coming out really well i do think that he should have been a little louder so that the mic could um catch his voice a little better but uh overall i think the character was really funny and um distinct as well yeah, he stayed in character. It was not hilarious, but it was funny at times. And um, he, he stayed in character the whole time. And it was so it was so weird to see him like in such different drag. It was so weird. Yeah. But I think that's why I enjoyed it too, because it was just so different from from anything we've seen. So yeah, I, I liked it. Um, the for uh, the next one is uh, Uma Kyle, and she did Federica Bellucci. What did she think of Uma? Um, Uma, I think her character wasn't defined enough. Um, she was not. She was basically playing Uma, but <laughs> but in dressing like Federica right and she wasn't doing like a distinct voice or anything so um i think she kind of got lost in or in in the character like she didn't um define it enough yeah i guess the voice was the big deal for them they were saying that the voice wasn't like the actress and I have no idea what she sounds like. I guess she sounds like a little more. She has a little bit more of a, an aggressive tone to her voice, but I didn't find her funny at all. It's hard to like. To, to, it's hard to judge because like they only had one answer. But from what she did, it was just kind of basic. It didn't really. She didn't really look that different from what she usually looks like. Um, so I didn't really connect to this i didn't really have any i didn't think she bombed either but i i don't think it was funny so the next one is greta white doing luna hill and i don't know who that is do you <laughs> no um but she seems like um kind of like a paris hilton type where she's just famous for being famous and maybe famous for her 
surgeries. <laughs> so she does Unless... look like she has she has been touched by an angel, like <laughs> um, and by angel, I mean a f- couple of doctors. Um, I thought I thought Greta did a lot better in the ensayos. Um, I thought like she was establishing something interesting there but when it came to the actual challenge uh i don't think she knew how to improv and she wasn't funny in in the moment um but i liked i liked the little flourishes that she did for the character because i have no idea like i've never seen or heard luna Hill speak but um what she built i think I think was good. Um, she just she wasn't funny. No, I I just found it again super basic. I guess she was going for like a dumb kind of approach. yeah yeah like just acting very like where am I like okay I'm just dumb mm-hmm. and I'm just whatever. But she didn't take it all the way there. It was just very flat. And that's yeah something. I think I think she used that as an excuse to cover up that she didn't know what to say in the moment. Probably. Yeah, I can see that. So I I didn't really like it. I thought it was forgettable. The next one is Light King, and she is Veneno, which I do have some knowledge of Veneno. Um, And I, I enjoyed it. I thought she did a good job. Honestly, I'm not the biggest... Um... Like, I don't know much about the accent. And I know some one of the judges clocked her for that. But it sounded right, okay to me. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, she sounds fine. Um, again, she could have pushed it farther, been funnier. But I think she had the attitude and the character down. So I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, for me, Liking was one of the better ones. I think the character was well-constructed. Um, I'm not familiar with Veneno. I know there's a... Um, it's a character in a show, but uh, I had never like seen them speak or anything. Um, but I think overall, I liked what Liking built. Like you, I think it could have been funnier, could have had some jokes in there. But I did notice like when other people were answering, Liking kind of stayed, always stayed in character and was kind of like. Um, caressing the podium and stuff so uh, I'm assuming Veneno is a very like sexual character that's kind of what I got from uh, Liking's uh, performance so yeah I think I think Liking was definitely one of the better ones this for this challenge yes and just for for references I guess or just to be clear Veneno is an actual person <laughs> um and the TV show is just based on her. Um, yeah. But the the TV show is scripted, right? Yeah, it's a scripted TV show, like based on her story. Built on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, the next one up is Liza Sansusi, and she is playing uh, an actual character, right? That somebody created. Mm-hmm. Did La Secretaria? I've ne- I haven't seen this character be done. Um, so what did you think of this? Um, to me, not, it was, it was not a home run, uh, 
sports reference for for y'all out there uh, but one of the definitely one of the best to me um i thought i thought lisa definitely had a lot of moments and she kind of took over the stage a lot of the times and so she kind of commanded that attention which i think it can go it, it can go either really well or um or not because uh some of the other queens could be like no she's taking our our spotlight our moments but I think she did well with it. We didn't hear any complaints unless there were and they cut them, but um, definitely a lot of personality and I think she did really well tonight. Yeah, I think she did well. I didn't really enjoy the character. I feel like it was one note for me. She didn't really have much than just being like super like crazy, uh, man crazy. And... <laughs> That was it. I don't know. I just found it like very repetitive, even though she kind of only did like one thing or answered one question, which is also like, I think one of the judges was like, why don't you add this and this? I'm like, they only had one chance exactly. to do something. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what else can they do? Um, but comparing to, comparing, com- compared to the rest of them, I do agree that she was one of the better ones staying in full character the voice. I guess it was the same. I don't know, but it was, she changed her voice. So that was good. It was like a full character, so I did, I did enjoy that. Um, mm-hmm. The next one is Fifi Estat, and she is playing Lolita Ayala. What did you think of Fifi? I think Fifi, I I love like the outfit and the makeup and that whole. Um, I think she did a good job in like. Um, physically like embodying the character uh and i like that she took a lot of risks um but some of them did not go well like what the heck was that whole exorcist thing where she was basically Mm. having some sort of demon fit up there and yeah I, i didn't understand that i don't know if that's a reference to um something that has happened to this lolita uh ayala but uh that was really strange um again i like that she took the risk but it wasn't some of some of the um bits didn't um come out too well yeah i think since we had so little time with them and they only had one answer she should have just stuck to like one iconic thing something that's just like everybody knows about her and kind of done that instead of trying to incorporate something that's not even part of her character like being possessed by a demon but i do think she did a good job in general and considering that you know she added that but the look was great and um i got the character i got what she was trying to do you know i just don't think she was as successful as she wanted to be the next one is Santa Lucia, and she's playing Maria Felix, which I think is the second time they've done Maria Felix on the show. I think I feel like it's more than two times, but <laughs> wasn't it uh, one was time it two people did it? I think so. I know Madison was one of them, right? Yeah. And there was a little call out to her from Santa Lucia where. Um, because they also had a moment where they're walking in and 
Um, so they had a little intro for each of them. And Santo Lucia is like, uh, I've never said te mando un beso in, in my life. So kind of throwing a shade at Madison that, because um, that was that was the line that Madison kept saying. But anyways, um, I don't know. I think Santa Lucia went for, tried to go for a more... Uh, probably like realistic twist to the character and it ended up not being very funny but I like that even though even though it wasn't coming out <laughs> too funny um, she still committed to the role and she kept going didn't give up um, but yeah it wasn't the best imitation no I didn't like it I don't even like her look I thought her look was kind of messy and um It was just not... I didn't understand the character. I don't know if she wanted to be, like, a bitch. Or, like, she was just <laughs> kind of confused. Um, both. Or both. It was just... Confused not, bitch. <laughs> um, it was just not not great. It didn't really have... She should I mean, it didn't have, like, a, like a point of view. Like, a... I don't know. Like, one... Mm-hmm. One thing that I can Just call center. back to and be like, oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Or she did really good in that. But no, like, I just didn't get it. I just didn't get the character. I didn't. I don't know what she was doing. That could have been anybody. So I didn't like it. The next one is Peque Valdera. And she did Paulina Rubio. And this one I did know a little bit more. Paulina Rubio. Honestly, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought she was... She wasn't like hilarious, but she was funny. Just like trying to see her do Paulina Rubio and mm-hmm. some of her um, mannerisms and stuff. I thought it was fun to see that. And I know that some of the judges did. They were like very picky about it. They were like, yeah. you should have done this and this and this. And it was like, she did fine. Like she did okay. Like she was, mm-hmm. she was good. So I enjoyed it. I thought she, she did a good job. Same. Yeah. Um, I think... I think um, there were a little too many re- repeat jokes, um, but like we've been saying, they only have a limited amount of time, and they kind of—that's kind of the point of these things. Like you gotta focus on one or two things about the person and run with them, um, and kind of base your character around that, because um, otherwise, it's just you don't—you don't have enough time to showcase a full character um so yeah i think overall i really really enjoyed becca's performance here um i noticed her podium had uh, paulina rubio written but like by hand i don't know and everyone else had like name tags like printed out i don't know if there was something where uh, becca had someone else in mind and changed it up Um, but I'm glad that he chose Paulina in the end. I thought it was, it was, it was funny. All right. The last one is Hidden Mistake as La Chilindri- Chilindrina. What did you think of Hidden Mistake? Um, I think Hidden needed to push themselves more for the character. Like, uh, I don't think the voice was there. Um... And it felt like they were a little um, timid 
about certain aspects of the character. Like, you know, we know that Chilindina, uh, she has her very specific cry, and when Hidden did did the cry, I, I thought it did. It just it sounded a little. It's supposed to be like grating, and it was a little, uh, like I said, timid. I think. Um, they could have pushed themselves more with this character. It was such... It was so easy. Like, I feel like this was the easiest to do, if anything. Because it's iconic. You just have to do the one things that we'd love to see from La Chilindrina and just do them really well or just commit to it. And you would have probably been on the top. Like, it's just so easy, you know? It's not like it's a yeah. hard character to do. But the fact is that Hidden just didn't commit as much as it was needed to, you know? Like, like the fact that they had to... Well, they had the lady kind of coach them, right? I think her name was Paola Gomez or something. But even then, she didn't even listen to what she was saying, I guess. Because she kind of didn't I don't know she just disappointed me because it was so easy like like yeah. come on it was so easy if anything I think this would have been the bottom I think for me just because of the disappointment just because it was like so easy it was like so easy and the fact that you can't even do that come on like was it like horrible like bomb no she kept up with the I guess with the question, the one question, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but it was just one question. So that, that was like, imagine if it was like a whole, a whole, um, snatch game. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, I was really disappointed. Um, uh, she looked good. I mean, the Chilindrina look is, she it was there, you know, mm-hmm. um, but but just the the commitment to it was missing. Uh, all right, so we get to the judges, and the judges declare that Liza Sansusi wins, and Hidden, like I said, would have been in the bottom, right? Yeah. But they gave her the three stars from the challenge or the mini challenge. So that put Santa Lucia and Uma Kyle in the bottom to lip sync. And so they do, and Uma Kyle ends up leaving. What did you think of the results? I think it was about time. <laughs> um, I think during the lip sync, Uma just seemed so uninterested, like, kind of had given up already so i'm glad that at that point santa lucia stayed um i think i think santa lucia did really well in the lip sync um i think there was there was a presence and understood the the meaning of the song and kind of portrayed that in the performance um although (laughs) (laughs) her left eyelash kind of distracted me throughout the whole thing because it was like it seemed like it was like falling down or something like falling out um but yeah i thought her performance was good for the for the lip sync i enjoyed the lip sync too from santa lucia that she surprised me 
I thought it was really yeah. good. The reveal was bad, though. <laughs> the yeah, reveal was, was very slow, not seamless at all. And I feel like Uma Kyle just kind of gave, like, she kind of wanted to go home or she didn't want to fight for her spot. Yeah. Like, she was saying, like, oh, I, it's time. It's time. It's time for me. I don't want to get any more. Because uh, last time she won the the immunity, she's like, I don't want to win another immunity. Like, she was just kind of ready to go. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Because, uh, I mean, if, you, it's ready, if you're ready to go, I guess, then, you know, you can go. Yeah, but, you can choose to as well. Like, why do you have to go through... You could have just said bye bye in the beginning of the episode, and <laughs> that way prevented like there was a chance that Hidden could be um, could have gone home or to the lip sync, but because he, but if if someone's feeling already like they need to go, then speak up, and I'm sure they'll let you go. So yeah it was that i felt like she was just ready to go and like i said part of me is like okay go but then i also kind of feel like disappointed that she didn't want to fight for herself like you're this is like a dream that they claim is you know they've had since they've watched the show whatever so i would think you would want to stay and go all the way to the end but i don't know i guess being there is different maybe her 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 mind was just in a different space or something. Whatever the case mm-hmm. is, she was ready and she seemed happy to leave. And we were ready. <laughs> and we were ready to see her go. So it's okay. Everything's fine. Uh, all right. This was the episode. Um, did you have any any more thoughts? Yes. I did want to talk about... Um... Apparently, the the tickets uh, for the finale went out, and not for the streaming, but for the, I guess, for the in-person people, for the actual show. And uh, immediately, there was, like, controversy <laughs> with it. Uh, so apparently, they, they went on sale sometime this week, I think, and I guess last week, and... Um, and people were complaining about the pricing. Like, uh, I guess they went up from what they were last year. And people didn't agree with it. Like, um, yeah, like generally people were complaining about how much tickets were costing um, for something like this. Where, because they were like comparing it to... I guess like a music festivals that happen in Mexico and stuff. And they, that's the prices that they were wanting. Um, And then there's a post on the, I don't know if there's any other communication besides this, but there's a post on the La Mastraga Instagram. I'm assuming it's on their Twitter as well. um, Where they claim that these prices were an error and uh, basically, like putting the fault on the platform um, where where people are going or the platform that they're using to sell the tickets, and um, and they said that for the people who already purchased their tickets, they're gonna get a reimbursement at least like 
of the difference. Um, so they readjusted the prices. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if, if, if that's to be believed <laughs> or if they were trying to get away with it and try to price gouge people. Um, as we spoke about, I think it was the first episode of the season, how they, they're just trying to, I mean, it's a business at this point, right? Like they're just trying to make more and more money and the show stays the same, at least budget wise, like it still looks the same. It hasn't really changed since a few seasons back when they got a bigger stage and, and that's the only improvement. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're claiming that it was a mistake um, and the prices now are back to, I guess, quote unquote, normal. Um, but yeah, I don't know that I believe that. No, I don't believe it. <clears throat> I mean, you have to review something before even, you know, it gets out. And yeah, something like the pricing is like the main thing. So how are you going to, how is that going to be a mistake? Like, I wouldn't understand if it was like, maybe they... They put the wrong date or wrong time, but the price, you know, you don't make a mistake on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it would seem really uh, unusual to have such a big mistake like that. Like, I'm sure they were trying to get away with it because um, they know people. Well, I guess now they know people won't pay that much. <laughs> well, I mean, um, the thing is, I understand people not wanting to pay that price, right? Yeah. But also, I would respect more, I would respect La Mazaraga more if they were just like, yeah, this is our prices, this is what we're charging, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to go, then don't buy it. Um, yeah. I would respect that more than just trying to lie. Or also, you could just say, we're sorry, we kind of expected, I don't know, a better response or something like that we will reduce our prices just be honest don't try to like cover it yeah yeah but yeah they're not gonna admit any culpability from this um and i guess it's rectified now (laughs) uh since the prices seem to be normal now um but i guess i i guess they were also like afraid that and who knows like maybe this is like a vocal, <clears throat> a vocal minority, right? Like online, although it is a very online show. So um, that's where the fans are. But what if, um, uh, what I was going to say is like the show, the producers were afraid that, okay, they're seeing all this backlash. So they're like, what if people don't show up <laughs> and, um, and they end up losing money and, uh, or canceling the thing and uh yeah so they made the decision to to change the prices at that point um but yeah like uh, who knows if people were actually going to pay and it was just like a vocal minority who were complaining about it and it would have ended up being packed e- either way um but yeah i mean at this point we'll we won't know because it's been quote unquote fixed. All right. All right. So this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Why don't you let them know where they can find us? You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Guinness La Mas, where we post the 
um, the looks of the week. And we have our email address, which is quieneslamaspodcast at gmail.com, um, where you can uh, send us any questions, comments. And uh, at this point, um, since we usually don't get any uh, email, it, sometimes it's uh, I don't look at it as often as I should. Um, but if it's there, I'll find it and <laughs> we can read it here. Um, and please don't forget to rate the podcast because that helps us a lot with uh, visibility. And uh, where can they find you, Yee? If you want to follow me, you can follow me on TikTok and on Instagram at yes, it's Yee. So thank you so much again. And we will see you next time, hopefully sooner than this week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.